What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Today we got a very special guest, and uh, you know what? It's been a while since we last caught up with this guy. He's taking over the world, just to say the least. Momak Sessions coming to you live from home. Let's go. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? We'll get right straight to it. This guy that we're speaking to today, it's a friend of mine, but to the world, he is someone who's probably taking over the internet sphere in Southeast Asia for now. I mean, like, he's the most subscribed YouTuber in Singapore. I would dare say that he's the most subscribed YouTuber in Southeast Asia as of now. I mean, like, Google sends him, like, you know, to the States, and he sits in the same rooms with all those freaking legends of a YouTube star that you see <laughs> online. Ladies and gentlemen, we have... Jian Haotan. What's up? Hi. Oh my gosh, like, um, you didn't even tell me what we're talking about. You know, I love this because I was like doing two podcasts yesterday, right? And then you texted me. Yeah. And I literally have no idea what we're going to talk about, even though I probably have an idea, but like, wow. <laughs> I love how before we, we started, you didn't even... Uh, Tell me or brief me. We literally just started rolling. It's pretty crazy. Dude, that's how, yeah, that's, 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 how, that's how we roll, man. I don't think like, uh, to be honest, I don't think that, that there's not there's much needed to be like discussed. Like, I, I guess like uh. for us is, I, I think like, okay, here's the thing. Like, I think a lot of people don't realize this, but um, both of us have kind of like known each other for almost like eight years. Yeah. 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 We've known each other for a while now. And now we both have daughters. We're both married. And we're both older. <laughs> much older. Yeah. Like, and we're both like, you know, trying to still, I mean, like for me, like, I mean, I'm in a way we're both trying to like figure things out. But like um, for me, from my end of the spectrum over here, watching you grow was just insane. Because I still remember like the first time we met, I think it was just true. It was through NOC. It was through Ryan. Mm-hmm. And then re- I remember Ryan in his Ah oh, god, I gotta bring you and meet this guy His name is uh, His name is Chow. <laughs> Oh my god That's such a good impression of him <laughs> Ah, we're gonna yeah, <laughs> I, uh, And then and then that's the, And I remember like The first time I met you was right in front of Studio M Hotel Was it Studio M? Is it called Studio M Hotel? <laughs> yes, yes, correct Yeah And yep I remember that day and we went for supper. Yeah. And next thing you know, like, you know, we were like, we were, yeah, we were collaborating despite the fact that, you know, we uh, were, yeah, we were like across the border and stuff like that. I mean, sometimes we would mm-hmm. go, we would fly over, we'll film some stuff. You guys will film, uh, yep. you guys will come over and we'll film some stuff. And it's just like, I think we just all uh, grew together in some way. We did. We did. I, I remember that time you came. Uh, it was, uh, I, I, I don't remember the exact video, but um, I mean, you've always been a, an inspiration to me. Wow, uh, thank you. Before, since, I, since I started and even now, even now, I, I consider you as one of the leaders in this industry. And I, I really look up to you very, very much. Wow, thank and you. I and was, I was very honored um, meeting you for the first time because the first my first appearance in your video right you actually 
put me in the same scene as uh, Wong Fu oh, and yeah. R- Ryan Higa. It was supposed to be Ryan Higa, but I don't think he he turned up um, because of some other reasons. But you actually put me in the same scene as Wong Fu, and I was like, wow, I'm so honored. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah, that <laughs> good was, memories. That was oh yeah, that was like a, that, so that was uh, when we first worked with uh, Singapore Tourism Board, and then uh, they told us mm-hmm. to go down and um, film right. And then, for some reason, ev- like the stars, I don't know how, everything freaking aligned, and everybody was in Singapore at the same time. And that's that's kind that's yeah. kind of like what I loved about the whole YouTube community when we were starting out. Everybody was like so very community based. Um, yeah, you know, everybody was like looking out for each other and stuff like that. You don't get that now with the new YouTube. No, we don't. Up. You don't we get, don't. Yeah. It's sad. It's sad. There's no more community like before. And the only community that we have are the ones that we built for ourselves. It's no longer a, a community that everyone is a part of. There is no longer a end of the year YouTube fan fest or an event where all the creators look forward to meeting each other, hanging out, collaborating, and just getting to know each other, getting to grow the community. It's sad. It's sad, really. But that's the reality now. I mean, like, I, I'm not sure how it is in Singapore, but in Malaysia, it's like, there's, okay, so, like, you know, there's no more, like, big get-togethers and stuff like that and then like mm. there's this like s- big huge gap uh between like the ones that started a long time ago and the ones who are starting off now and there's a lot of like more of like uh expectations where a lot of people think like you know you know you guys should be setting example but for us it's like uh, we, we don't know right now we're trying to kind of like you know we're trying to kind of like we can't we're, we're trying to like survive because you know, uh, people always think that YouTube makes a lot. Of, okay, for us, in our standpoint, people always think that YouTube makes a lot of money, but they don't realize that AdSense it ain't gonna run your business. You need you need like a, no. a collective. You need a collective uh, of okay, maybe AdSense, uh, brand deals, um, social media marketing, and whatever not to put everything together, and to basically you know run a legit business. And that's what people fail to realize. Yes. Yeah, people people really don't realize how much how much it takes to run a run a business. And I think at single point, every creator is also trying to figure something out. I mean, if something works, I mean that's great. I mean, for 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 us, we've found something that worked. Um, we we more or less we're done with experimenting. Even though sometimes once in a while we try new things. Generally, we we found what works for us, and I think um. That's why that's why some of the criticism would come from uh, people saying that we do the same things. It's it's not we don't, uh, but we we just found we found what works for us. Yeah, I mean, okay, let's put it this way. In that perspective, I mean, I I know about the whole like you know there was a tweet going out saying that oh Jen Hao does the same content over and over again. Like for me, it's like let me let me put this in this persp- in in this perspective. So not everybody watches football. Not everybody watches no. basketball. Not everybody watches badminton. You have very niche markets for these segments of sports, right? And you know, yeah. it's it's gonna be tough to find someone. I mean, they are there are gonna be people who are gonna be fans of all three sports altogether, but you're gonna have your fanatics that love football, your Manchester United fans, your Liverpool fans who are diehard going against each other. And you have your basketball fans, your big Chicago Bull fans, your Laker fans, and your uh and you're okay. I don't know. I only know those two. I only know those two. two mm. basketball. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back. Okay, I get the point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I guess like we, it's kind of more or less the same. Like whatever we do, kind of caters for a niche market. Although it's it's uh, really really scary because the viewership comes in like millions, right? 
millions. Yeah. yeah, people automatically assume that millions represent everyone and then they will automatically judge and mm-hmm. say, why is everyone liking such content? They don't realize that even mm-hmm. though your video hits like 30 million, that's still considered kind of like a niche. I'm not sure if you agree with that. Uh, I, well, I, I wouldn't agree that my content is niche because we do have other content that's niche. Like for example, a podcast. I think a podcast is more niche than um, my or our main channel videos, which is, I would say, more general right, for, the, for the mass market, for the general audience. And people do enjoy that. So, which is something that I, I try to um, remember as well. So, me addressing these uh, critiques, um, sometimes I also don't want to do it too often because it really discounts the love that we are getting. And I don't want our audience to also f- feel like, okay, one comment affects you or one comment you want to say so much about it. But when you get like millions, thousands of love, uh, encouragement, you don't say anything about it. So it's really not like, it's really not like that. Uh. But I, I guess the reason why I address that issue is because I feel that it's not, it's not a fair uh, crit- criticism. Um, so w- basically what... Um, they are saying is Singaporean YouTubers do the same kind of content. And um, it's, not, it's not true. Despite the fact that um, NOC, Wabanana and myself, we started, I mean, even you, even uh, Jamani, uh, Ming Ting, Dan Ku, it was all in that period where we were doing, we were experimenting, we found what worked for us, we were trying to find what works for us. Um, you, you found what works for you very early. Um, I would say NOC, they, they experimented with the sketches and then they moved on to Food King and a bit more variety style and very Singaporean. While Wa Banana, at one point, I felt like they were hitting a global audience, but maybe they decided that it's the Singapore audience that they want. For me, I just looked across the seas for um, new audiences, and that's how my channel grew this much. Yeah, that's that's so crazy, Ben. I mean, I remember even having a chat with you, and your strategies kind of like, when you told me your strategies, and I was like, whoa, and it's, it's not it's not like super super complex also. yeah i basically have uh, <laughs> subtitles that cater for indonesia malaysia thailand and vietnam so that my audience could be bigger and i'm like oh mm. wow that's like it's like it's it's it just makes sense lah. i mean it's the same thing like korean dramas yeah. coming to to singapore and then they dub every, they subtitle everything in english so that the singaporeans mm-hmm. who don't understand koreans can basically watch it right yeah, and you see the tough thing for us, right, is, I mean, even for you, to, to grow in this market, to grow in Southeast Asia, so many countries, so many different cultures, so many different languages, it's really difficult for a YouTube channel to grow, not just in Singapore or Malaysia. I mean, in Malaysia, um, English-speaking content would be considered the minority compared to uh, Malay and Chinese, right? So it's very hard for us to grow in big numbers unless we look towards um, United States, uh, Canada, Australia, um, UK. And these um, audiences now happen to be a large chunk of my audience. Wow. That's, 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 and it's, it's, it's nice though because like, despite the fact uh, that your audiences are coming from the States and an international audience, right? You kind of still retain 
your accent and your your culture in a sense where a little bit yeah you don't really have to put on the whole like fake american accent that kind of thing uh but you know you still no. i mean you just speak normally lah you guys just speak, speak normally speak in english yeah i mean i i studied in an international school for 11 years right so i more or less know how to converse uh i i i don't try to go full on american accent but I just try to um, speak in a way where every single, uh, well, the, the, a general audience that may come from Europe or UK can understand um, what we are saying. Because it is something that has affected me in the past. When we first started, when we were doing local content, right? Um, more Singaporean. If you notice, when I first started, when we first started, um, my videos were about uh, Singaporean something, Singaporean this, right? So we we grew to a certain point, and what I realized was we were getting. I was getting a lot of comments about um, what are they saying? Why I, I I can't understand their English, you know? Not not necessarily bad comments. There were some uh, bad comments about the accent and stuff, which is okay. People people won't get it lah. It's it's our culture. We speak like this, but there are people who just generally feel that hey, why, what 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 exactly are they saying? So I thought, okay, maybe I change it up, change it up a little, and let's see how this goes. And from there, it it really worked. Wow, yeah, because I think like when we all first started the whole YouTube thing, right? We all grew together. Like for me, it's yeah. like I think like I think it's this is like a a roadmap for every creator or entrepreneur. You know, you will grow. <laughs> Now after that, you will basically plateau a little bit. Not plateau, but you just stay stagnant. And then you are just yes. you are just like trying to maintain, right? You maintain your 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 business, maintain your viewership, and maintain your 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 content and stuff like that. So that's kind of like I think where we are at. We we grew and now that we are we we when we went sort of like flat, then we decided to change it up a little bit to kinda like do things that are outside of YouTube. Whereas for you, you made the switch and then you went from this, like, you know, to grow and then after that, slow down a little bit and then you just like, boom, exploded. Yeah, yeah so, uh, yeah, um, I, I did project that that kind of uh, growth that you you just mentioned. Um, so obviously as a business, you, you don't want to stay too stagnant, right? So we just had to figure out and tweak our strategies a bit. Um, like, like I shared with you in the past, what we did was we we um, shared our content to different countries. So we we dubbed it in Thai. I mean, our Thai channel, you know, it had over a million subscribers so quickly. It's crazy. And then we did a Indonesian one. And yeah, and we, we, we focused on a few countries. And from there, we built an audience. And what I realized was eventually these audiences just came to our main channel. So that's how we got these audiences and then hey um they grew with us and now we just try to put more subtitles that's 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 insane wow that's a lot yeah. of, that's a lot of, like, that's a lot of effort that nobody sees on the mm. surface it's it's a lot of effort to do to create one video is already a lot of effort right but to sell the video on different mediums and on, on to different countries is a is a challenge on its own and you really got to pinpoint some countries because you can't you really there's so many countries in the world you can't share your content everywhere there will be countries that um enjoy i realized that <clears throat> thai thai people uh, really really enjoyed um, Vietnam a, a little bit might be because I lived in Vietnam uh, we recently started getting uh, more Cambodians 
I also lived in Cam- Cambodia. But the strange thing is, the United States, Australia, and UK, I never, I never actually targeted them, but they just flocked in. This audience just flocked in, and with uh, basic, I share some of my statistics with you. We have um, about. 35 average 35 million views per month almost 20 20 comes from united states that's crazy that and yeah that's yeah that's <laughs> that's seven that's seven million views a, a month from united states and when i looked at the statistic i was just very i was i was pretty mind blown and because you don't you don't feel that kind of uh you don't feel that kind of support or love when you are not in that country right but there was one year, I think 2018, end of 2018, we went to New York for, for the Google for the Google thing. And the amount of fans that came came up to us at Times Square was pretty insane. And I was I was pretty shocked. I was like, whoa, wait, I'm not in Singapore. Why is this happening? Because usually when usually when we travel, it's you know, we, we get a little bit of uh space, a little bit of peace. But during that period where I traveled, I went to UK, I went to um, the States, I went to Japan. Wow, <laughs> I, was, I was pretty shocked. Yeah. yeah. That's, wow, that's, that's insane. And, th- and this basically happened like, I would say in a span of three, I mean, I w- it started from like, I would say three years ago. Yeah, about three years ago. But yeah. 20, 2016 was when we made that move. Wow. That's, that's insane. That's it's, it's just so insane. And and like for me, it's like sometimes you know you have me texting Jen House like, hey man, <laughs> asking for advice. Like, how do you do it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I ask you for advice as well. It's both of us. Yeah. And then when when yeah. when, when you come to me and ask for advice, I'm like, dude, I don't think I'm the right person. <laughs> to give advice. But I think like the conversations that we have are very much different. It's not so much about viewership. It's more about like, hey man, no, uh, you know, how do you do this? How do you get this? And yeah, it's, it's, I mean like looking back, right? From seven years ago, eight, seven, eight years ago, right? To where you are right now. I mean like, are you happier now with where you are or would you have kind of like want to go backwards and start afresh and do, and do things differently? No, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change. I wouldn't change anything. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy with everything that we're doing. Um, the crew is happy and we're doing some meaningful stuff and we still got a whole 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 journey in front of us you know um like i said in one of my videos we're actually trying to do a tap ourselves uh, a little bit into education so um so aside from just making videos we're doing we have a f- few businesses and a few brands that titan titan is starting on its own so hopefully um, after this whole pandemic is over, I'll be able to um, actually launch it. But we have some really exciting things in the works. And one, one of it is actually an educational app or an educational program um, just to, to maybe cater to the way that education is in the modern day. Yeah. Wow. That's, it's, it's, so, it's so crazy to hear you say this because like seven years ago, it's like, hey, yeah, I just want to make videos. I remember seven years ago, it's yeah. like, yeah, I just want to make videos. And, uh, you know, if we, if brands want to work with us, oh, it's good. And now you're here, you're telling me that you want to build yeah. education. You want to focus on education. Yeah. You said in your videos that you wanted to build schools. Yeah. You, you, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You already have like a chair, uh, an ongoing charity that you basically do on a yearly basis for underprivileged. 
what is, what else have you not done? What is that one thing you want to do uh, but you haven't done yet? How? What the hell, man? <laughs> well, I, I mean, we're, we're all figuring out is a journey. Uh, the one thing, one thing, the most important thing I would say is not to, to rush into things too much because, I mean, um, I'm still 26. So <laughs> you're only 26. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Does it does it yeah, okay, just to give you guys some perspective, he's 26 and yeah, he's running an empire called Titan Digital Media. And here I am, 36 years old, trying to make sure that my daughter does not scream during a podcast recording. <laughs> Well, if it makes you feel better, I'm also trying to make sure my daughter doesn't scream. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But you, you know, you know, you know. I, to be honest, right? Um, it, it comes. I was just having a chat with my 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 boys the other day, and I said that um, hey, um, I like uh, I could I could talk to you because we were working on something, and they were like talking about, hey man, do you think Jen Hao would be down to kind of like uh, do something with us, you know, or anything? And I was like, yeah, I can give him a call. They looked at me, you can give him a call. And then when I went, you know, I went, <laughs> went, went for your wedding, he's like, oh, you know Jen Hao? And everybody was like, whoa, you know? <laughs> it's like, this guy, he, Jen yeah. knows Jen Hao. I was like, yeah, yeah, we, we, we go back. Right? Like, that's, yeah. that's how some of my boys look up to you. That's, that's, how, that's how it is right now. Oh, okay? that's so sweet. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> but, but with th- with that being said, right? I mean, like in your position right now, um, you've got over like four million subscribers. You, I mean, like, it, 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 okay. When people say that everybody is huge, uh, everybody's popular, it comes with a price that you have to pay. It right? does. So what what's that price that you're paying? Apart from the fact that, okay, we know that YouTubers are a little bit different when it comes to handling fans. We're not like super guarded. Like when it comes to like celebrities, they have their bodyguards. We're a little bit more chill. But of course, everybody wants mm-hmm. to hear space. But you know, what's that price that you're paying? Well, I think, I think the biggest price that I'm paying is that I put myself, uh, my content, my, we are just out for the world to, to see. So, um, the price that comes with this is really people will, people, there are people that will say nasty, nasty things, um, and that spread really false rumors. And, you know, as someone who really is just here to create content to make people happy, um, to try to make a little bit of change in, in people's lives, I, I do think that it's quite sad for someone in a position like me to, to, to have to deal with, uh, it's not, it's not just one or two people. It, there are forums about this. I mean, okay, a lot of celebrities go through this. It's, it's not, it's not just, it's not just me, but it, it really, it's really is something that I read and I feel like um, it's a lot of things are very uncalled for, and a lot of it comes from people who don't even know me, know nothing about me, but they just want to. I don't know. I don't know what's the deal, and. Yeah, maybe it's not just me. I'm sure it's not just me, but it, it really is something that um, it, if I weren't doing this YouTube thing, right, this wouldn't happen. But it's something that I need to be wary of because I also have a daughter and, you know, I wouldn't want her to be negatively impacted by comments like these um, because it will come. It will come. And I just, the important thing for me is to have to, you know, let teach her how to deal with it because I, I, I don't know how it is in Malaysia but the difference here is that 
okay, maybe maybe it's just me compared to the other YouTubers. Let's say, um, just for an example, let's say, you know, if you pinpoint another YouTube channel, there is, for example, Wa Banana. They are a group. There's no personal attacks on like, this person is like this, this person is like that. It's okay, Wa Banana is like this. Or NOC, NOC, Food King, NOC something, right? But on the forums, on the other stuff, it's Jian Hao, Jian Hao's life, Jian Hao's daughter. And I think a lot of it is uncalled for. Oh, yeah. 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 It's, it kind of sucks when, when personal or people that you love are people who are close to you and people that matters you most get brought into the picture. It's kind of yeah. sucky because like, okay, like for it me, does. right, in my position, um, I remember when I got married, there was a forum basically palastering Michelle's face. Okay, I hope Michelle doesn't hear this and she go check it out. But in a forum, they basically took Michelle's picture and they put it in the forums and then they said something like, wow, I can't believe he's marrying an auntie-looking one. Shouldn't he be banging all the girls that appears in his videos instead? And and no. and it's like, okay, so like people like me, I will take no, no offense to it lah, because like, yeah, I'm that thick skin. But sometimes it does get to you. But you know, for someone like my wife, if she reads something like that, right? Even though it's like, okay, yeah, it doesn't matter. These are just like, uh, like people who just have nothing else better to say. She would then, after that, compare herself. Okay, what? Are, you know, what does it mean? Are they, are they trying to say that I'm ugly and I'm not as pretty as the other girls that work with Jin? It, it sparks all these yeah. things, you know. I mean, not that it did, but yeah. it's it's just like shitty for I've had friends in the entertainment industry who gave birth to their daughters right and then have people suddenly just say that oh your daughter's damn ugly it's like what the hell's your problem and yo that's that's not nice man yeah and and and, and, and those are the things and those are the things that okay when when let's say for example when I get a little bit worked out about it and then some people is like what the hell you know you're in this line shouldn't be you shouldn't you be used to it and it's this that's the one thing that they don't understand we're actually human. We have feelings. No matter how mm. famous anyone can be, there are certain insecurities that we share with people who are not in this industry, who are not in the forefront. And uh, most of the time, a lot of people kind of fail to realize that. Well, people are very quick to judge. And, yeah. and that's all. They, they just want to judge. Um, I mean, similar to you, um, people, that there, there have been a lot of rumors saying that Debbie is just um, with me for the money. Oh right. man! <laughs> a, a lot of people say that. Um, okay, well, not a lot. Just on the on the forums and on on these platforms. But what they don't realize is when when Debbie actually got with me, I had less than four digits in my bank, and I I had a business that failed. Um, I eventually sold my car. I was struggling for a period of time, and she stuck with me through the whole. I mean, th- when we first got together, it wasn't it wasn't very smooth. So uh, people are really just quick to judge and just say things. I mean, I don't blame them because you know we show probably the happier side of things on social media. Yeah. We wouldn't want to just throw all negativity. Oh, I'm I'm struggling. Oh, I'm having some problems in life. Um, people don't see that. So um. You know, we put ourselves out there for people to judge, and I guess that is one of the sacrifices that come with just doing this whole thing, getting more audiences, um, getting more people to know about you. There will be love, but there will also be a lot of haters. 
Yeah, but most of the time, the haters will not, will never, it will never outnumber the love that you get from your supporters. Oh, yeah, oh, never. Unless, of course, you're Amos E, that's a completely different story. <laughs> Amos E is just different, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, cool. we can't even compare it to that. I, 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 and mm. here's, the, here's the thing, though, it's like, these are just assumptions. La. Like, I watched one of your videos. Uh, it's called Assumptions of Me. And and when I watched and I when I watched it, I'm like, oh man, there's so many things that people who follow us do not know or they assume yeah. wrongly. Like, you know, like for example, uh you said that people assume that Debbie went with you because of the money. Like for me, um like I think somehow or some rather someone kinda like took a picture of what I was driving and uh and decided to put it up on the internet. And then all of a sudden, you know, it just all spe- speculations and whatever not, and saying that yeah, you know what, he's he's he comes from a rich family. It's his mom. It's his oh. father's money. Yeah, he probably is living off his dad's money. And you know, uh, parents pity the parents because the dad has to work so hard in order to take all of his savings and whatever not for this stupid useless son to to spend. Here's one thing they don't realize: I don't have a father, and I lost my dad when I was two years old. My yeah, my mom. My mom's a single parent. Um, my dad got into a car accident uh, because of uh, drunk driving, and uh, that's why my mom is always so afraid of me going out at night partying with friends. And that's like super. It became something very traumatic to my mom. And you know, my oh mom, man, I'm I'm so sorry to hear that. I'm so sorry to hear <laughs> that. I never knew that, and now I feel so bad for every single time you come to Singapore. I've forced you to party and get you drunk. Oh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> Oh man, oh man, those times, those those times when we party is crazy. It's fun, man. It's it's but it's fun, dude. It's fun. Um, yeah, and and a lot of people tend to assume that you know we're ultimate just because we do YouTube, we're automatically rich, right? Mm. My mom was uh my mom was a uh, a teacher. She was a government school teacher. Government school teachers don't earn much at all. Um, and she had to put uh three children to university, including myself. I didn't realize the thing is, you know how parents are like my mom. See, I did. I didn't realize that my, my my mom had to like take loans and borrow money from people just to send me to study overseas. And these are things that Asian parents will never ever admit to you because you know pride, right? Yeah. They will just make everything yeah. look like everything is fine. No worry, you're fine. Just go study, get a degree, come back, get a job, and that's about it. So that's 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 one assumption that I really took offense to because a lot of people like, you know, you're just using your dad's money. I was like, yeah, I, actually, it's, there was one person who wrote that. Yeah, like, you know, just, just swimming in dad, daddy's pool of money. I replied, I said, I wish mm. I was swimming in my dad's pool of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like literally, um, I wish, you know what I mean? But uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's, I, guess, I guess it comes with the job. It's not to say that we can't handle it, but we're all humans, man. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> We are right, and hearing stuff like this really sucks. I I get it too. Uh, the Jianhao's parents are rich, and it's like I had to, I had to, you know, I had to borrow money for my first camera, my first Canon. Oh man, five uh, D Mark Three. Yeah. Oh, so dude. I like even till today, right? Um, I refuse to sell it because I remember <laughs> that I had to borrow money to buy my first camera on YouTube. Oh wow. Yeah. My my yeah, it, it's funny. My first camera, right? Uh, I could buy the camera body and whatever not. 
and I spent so much money to buy that 5D Mark. I think it was 5D Mark II at that point in time. Yeah, like Canon mm. was Canon was the shit until Sony came along. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Canon was like raining all over YouTube, okay? Until mm. Sony came out with their A7 series. Um, I yeah. I remember buying I remember buying myself a, a a Canon 5D Mark II, right? And I bought a lens, but I didn't have enough money to buy that one lens that I needed to have like a sharp image, but the background blur. It, it's only a 50mm lens. It's a 50mm yeah. lens And it costs like What uh, 400 ringgit 500 ringgit So that's about like I don't know <laughs> Your currency is so strong 200 sing Or less than that <sighs> And I remember I could not afford to, uh, could not afford to buy that and, and it's always like I was complaining to my My girlfriend Which is Michelle My wife She was back then My girlfriend mm. I was like Oh man I wish I had this lens She took her bonus From her company She went out I mean the, her bonus her ex- The bonus that she got The amount of bonus she got was able to buy that lens for me. And until today, I, I oh, keep- that's so sweet. Yeah, I keep it framed up. Do you still in, have it? Yeah, I still oh, have wow. it. I refuse, oh, wow. I refuse to let go of it. I say, this is a lens that I shot yeah. every freaking video with, okay? Whether it's a, it's a close-up shot or a wide shot. If it's a wide shot, I'll just go to behind the room and freaking get a wider shot, you know? Yeah, and, <laughs> those were the days yeah. where we had only one prime lens and we had to work with it. Yeah, man. <laughs> and I, people don't realize that. People don't realize everything that we, uh, we, had to, we have to do behind the camera. All they yeah. see is that one video and um, that's what they judge on. You know, uh, yesterday I I was I actually had a talk with um, two Singaporean YouTubers. They they are pod- podcasters, right? So they were addressing all the stuff that were happening in Singapore and stuff. And I after my whole conversation with them, they asked me actually, Tina, why why don't you share the, this side of you with everyone else? Why don't you share this side of you with the audience? And I I just stopped at my tracks and I'm like, wait. Why, why, why don't I? Why don't I share? And then I realized that okay, one one thing about us is not only are we um, content creators, but we are business owners. Yeah. And more importantly, we are leaders. We are leaders of our team, and it does affect a team's morale when you look sad or when you when you you know you try you to get vulnerable. sympathy. Yeah. You you yeah you you can't look vulnerable um to them. Or at least in in front of the whole world, what you have to do is keep a strong front. Let them know that everything is okay, while you yourself deal with everything. Um, because that's how it is. It, nobody applied for to work with you just so that they can deal with your emotions, right? Yeah. Everyone is here to also do to earn some livelihood, make a living, and find something that they enjoy. So. At the same time, I also don't want to burden uh, my team. <laughs> At the same time, I also don't want to, like like I said, I don't want to address um, all these critiques or hate because I don't make my videos for them. So why must I always address them, right? I mean, once in a while I do, it blows up. I tweet, it <laughs> blows up. But generally, these are not the people I make videos for. I don't need to prove anyone wrong. I don't need to. I don't need to make a point. I'm just here to create content for the people who love my videos and there's a big chunk of people who love my videos and that's the people I should focus on. Yeah. That's, yeah that's, that's and so everything else should just be really noise. Uh. I, I really like that. But the, of course, of yeah. course we must, we must accept um, constructive criticism. It's always helpful. And even throughout this, there have been certain points that uh, I've taken note of which uh, will help me improve. So that's nice as well. Um, you know, sometimes 
with all this criticism, right, there will be some people who actually come out and say, hey, I don't watch your videos, but here is some feedback that perhaps, um, you know, y you can try doing. And I really appreciate that. I really, really appreciate when someone comes up to me and and just rather than just say, oh, Tianhao, you suck. Oh, Tianhao, you made the same kind of videos. Say, why, um, come up with some real, uh, real feedback. And that's nice. It's nice. Wow, that's yeah. I mean, like that's I like I like what I like I like it when you said that you know, um, nobody basically joined you or decides to work for you in order to basically take you know to basically learn more about your emotional your emotional well being mm. or whatever not you need and to put up a front and to be a good leader. I think that that is a bit of applause. I'm like wow, <laughs> I have a 26 year old <laughs> teaching me about life. <laughs> hey, but, but I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure you feel the same. Yeah, I'm sure you feel the same. I I, I do. I like look, man. I, if it's one thing I've learned in this entertainment industry, I've been doing it for the past fifteen years. Oh my god, that's long. Um, oh. <laughs> there are there are gonna be people that love you. They're gonna be people that hate you, and they're gonna be people who don't give a damn about you. But the most important mm. thing is like you know you choose what you give into. And um, there's, there's one more important thing that basically comes after being a parent, you know, you tend to basically, I'm not sure if it is the same for you, but you tend, that, that big circle, that big social circle that you need to kind of like choose who you want to please, that kind of thing. No, I'm not saying that you want to please mm -hmm. everyone, but you know, you have like no, you don't. a group of friends that you normally like, I, these are my close friends and I kind of want to please them, please them. And I, yes. But once you become a dad, you know, that's, that circle comes, kind of becomes a little bit smaller because you want to focus on your family. You want to give the most you can to your child. Yeah. You want to give most you, uh, you can to your wife and make sure that everything is safe when your kid basically steps out into the world. And it, it kind of makes you worry. I worry every night sometimes. Yeah, me, me too, me too. <laughs> but ab about the, the social circle getting smaller, at, at the same time, you realize who is really there for you, you know? Yeah. And like you said, 15 years um, in this, um, maybe I, I haven't been here for so long, but 15 years, you're bound to make some really amazing friends, yeah. um, have, a, have an, a really great team that will be here for you. And you sort of also want to treat them like family, mm -hmm. reward them as well. So as a, as a leader, you are taking care of a lot of people, not just um, you know their salary every month, but in a way you're taking care of their dreams, you're taking care of their future. And a lot of them just, maybe not sell their souls but <laughs> trust trust you to do that and it's a responsibility that you have to you have to do which is which is something that um s someone asked me you know as a as a creator what comes first is it fulfillment of art trying new things or or is it to um, earn money? Mm -hmm. um, what, what, how do you balance this? What, what are your priorities? And to me, it's like priorities. Uh, let me tell you my priorities, okay? I have 30 plus stuff in the office. Well, now not in the office. Now all of them are at home. They, they have uh, videos to edit. But I have 39, 30 plus stuff to take care of, mm -hmm. okay? Do the math. How long? How 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 much? Uh, do you think I must pay every single month for all of them to take care of all of them, right? Yeah. So what do you think my priority is? Do you think it's my team, my people, or do you think it's whether I hear criticism about maybe I'm gonna try something new? I'm gonna explore new form of content. Of course, I'll explore a new form of content when I can, but. Is that my priority? Is that the reason why I'm making videos every single week? 
it's not it really is not um the i mean and which is why it's very important for us as as leaders leaders of our team to um remember that that I I guess we focus on our people first, our fans first. We yeah. don't need to prove anything. We don't need to. We don't need to make a point. Yeah. Wow. That's wow. Jen Hao is teaching <laughs> no. how to be a great leader. Everyone. Yeah. But don't forget, he parties hard also. Okay. He got me so drunk one time at yeah. Zoo. I almost died. Bloody hell. That was the first time <laughs> in Zoo I freaking realized what a freaking mimosa was. It's like, hey, uh, take, champagne, <laughs> take champagne and 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 freaking mix it with orange juice. I'm like, where got people drink like that one? You try, you like it. Oh man, this is good. Oh, you don't, need, you don't. Wow, it's easier to drink. One cup, two cup, three cup, four. Oh, oh man. Uh, yeah, and you don't even feel it. <laughs> uh, I I remember. I remember. Oh man, we have so many great memories, especially during your wedding. Uh, when I found that bottle of absinthe at the supermarket, I was like, I'm bringing this. To the wedding, I don't care, and then everyone had a shot. <laughs> oh uh, my, that was so funny! I remember that. I remember that so clearly. It's like um, I went. Well, we, I'm I went, glad. I'm glad you remember that because I thought you were <laughs> forget it. I forgot most of the night. <laughs> I went. I remember going to the table and I was like, and then you were like, "All right, Jay, come and drink, come and drink." And you hold a you held, you had a bottle, and I was like, for me, like, all right, this is expected in every wedding. Look, you know, everyone's gonna be holding bottles and everyone's gonna be getting gonna get drunk and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, all right, bring me a glass for a shot glass for 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 the bride and groom. And, I, and we had like a shot glass counter outside, which was basically mm-hmm. uh, going free flow with uh, I can't remember what yep. the drink was. What that what was that Jaeger. drink? Jaeger. Jaeger. So Jaeger. we had a Jaeger bomb station, which was probably the best and worst decision that we made. Technically, <laughs> technically half of our half of our attendees were drunk before the wedding started. You know. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> then I remember you poured two shots for me and Michelle. And I, for, for me, it's like, yeah, okay, cool. Shot of whiskey. No problem. And Michelle's like, shot of whiskey. No problem. How bad could it be? At most, I mean, it's so dark. We couldn't see what it was. Vodka. All right. Yeah. A shot of vodka. <laughs> Can't harm anyone. We am saying, shot it down. It's like, oh shit, what is that? <laughs> and then you came to me. It's like, Epstein, bro. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Oh wow. that was that was that was a that was a crazy night. That was a really crazy night. I I it even remember really Ryan night. uh Ryan from NOC coming up to me. Ah, I don't drink one, huh? I drink for you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, he did that. Yes. That, that uh, was, I remember. That was uh, that night was just um I, I remember uh, I remember when I was on stage I, I, I was um I was giving a speech and, and, and for me it was I don't normally write my speeches. I mean, I, I know I knew when I went up there, I had to write. My wife told me, write your damn speech, otherwise you're gone forever. But after that, you know, it didn't really help because I just went off. I went off script after a while. I remember, I remember, I remember that moment when I looked at everyone in the, in the ballroom and I saw the friends and especially, yeah, I, I mean, I had my family. I had my, my, my friends that I grew up with. I had my people, uh, people from the radio industry that I used to work with. And I saw the whole group of, the whole table, the, the Viking table and, all, and the thing is, the whole community that we grew together, grew up with, yes. you know, the YouTube community. And I just told myself like, you know, a lot of people tend to like, ask you, you know, hey man, you know, who's your best man and who's your best friend? And I, and I remember saying this like, you know, I don't have a best man, but I have the best of friends. And, I, I, and, and it's just amazing because wow. like, it's just, until today, I feel like, like what we went through was a pretty amazing yeah. time. Uh, and I just wish yeah, that- but uh, 
Yeah, I really gotta give you give you credit for for that because you really built a a community really at the start when when nobody did. I mean, you were the first one I think to bring in all the collaborations, and there was even a point where every everyone thought, okay, when they see Danku, hey, you're a genie boy, oh, Jamari, hey, you're genie, genie boy, <laughs> you know, uh, oh, it man, it, yeah. it it got so big to that point where everyone thought that everyone else was a part of genie boy, but because you built such a great community of people and from from that point a, a lot of them really made careers for themselves and yeah. I, th- I think you should be proud of that yeah i mean like i don't want to take credit uh for that i think like it's just that everybody had a very a very like-minded goal because mm-hmm. like you know at, you know when we started youtube i mean people don't realize this but when we started youtube we were kind of like the outcast Although yeah, we're getting views. We, right? were. we were viewed as the outcast because you know you still had your TV stations and your mainstream media that was getting like millions and mil- million dollar budgets to build things that look amazing, right? And there you have like this bunch of YouTubers who make content and for so for some reason got like millions of views. And then you know they, they I don't think we were very liked a lot. I mean, even here in Malaysia, the mainstream media uh, didn't really quite favor us. But when you know, and so we, that's why the only people that we could hang around with and really uh, build connections with was ourselves, our community. It's yeah. because we knew what we wanted to do. We knew our goals exactly. and we knew how to help each other. And then we were like, yeah. And it's not about dollars and cents at all. It's like, no, it's not. A lot, a lot of people will be like, these days, these days, these days, okay? When you call someone and you ask them, hey man, could you, could you feature my video? The next question is, like, oh, am I getting paid? It's like last mm-hmm. time when we asked each other, "Hey, do you wanna do you wanna feature my video?" The next question is like, "When? How? Okay, you let me know. I yeah. do now." Yeah, that's that's how it exactly. was, and and it's I love that. I mean, like I love that community spirit where like even though like I'm not sure whether it was like I'm pretty sure you you went through the same thing. Like even if like one of your 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 community friends right like 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 maybe see Dikosh or Noc or Wabadana, mm-hmm. they got a brand deal and then they come to you, hey how much uh, how much would you charge? You be like, dude, you know what? It's not about the money. I'm glad that you're getting a brand deal. I just want to be a part of it, because you know yeah. I always believe in the beginning, right? If our community grew sooner or later we are going to be the default when brands want to market their products exactly and that Correct. is what ha- and that, yeah. yeah when it comes to when it comes to brand deal i realized that the whole group of us we have the same answer the exact same answer you know uh you me um then um who, noc mm-hmm. when we when we say uh hey i got i got a brand deal uh oh jared especially also mm-hmm. um, yeah we got we got a we got a brand deal um how much um, would you charge to, would you charge for, to be in my video? The same answer, it's always anything like you pay me however much you can pay me Yeah. Same answer every single time. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like that. Like even for Jerry, he asked me, he's like, bro, it's okay, man. I mean, like, I'm happy that you're making money. You know, mm-hmm. I I don't even care if you if you paid me like a dollar and you made a and you made like a million dollars. I'm glad that you're making money. It's not to say that you're stealing my business. It's not to say that you're no, t- you're not. You're a competition. I'm also making money myself too. That's why it's that exactly that, that I mean like it still happens between us and Jared and everything. But I feel like yeah. the new ones that that come up today are a little bit different because they know they know that this industry they know the industry make- they know how much money it can make yes. and it's so competitive now. And not only is it just a competitive among creators it's competitive among companies which is why like you said the media doesn't favor us because they see us as a competitor why why does it 
why why is it that every time someone writes about a YouTuber, it's in a it's in a not so great light, or talk about how much money they are earning and how they don't. The narrative would be they don't deserve uh, this amount of money that they are making. Oh, YouTube is such easy money. Anyone can do it. Why? Why? Because they they feel the competitiveness. You know, they feel that we are the competitors. We are all in the advertising world. We fight for similar um, brand deals, similar clients. Mm -hmm. But what I realize is that there is enough for everyone to share. So why must everyone have this mentality? I don't, I, I really don't get it. Like for example, right? Like you said about collaborations. Most of the time now, the only collaborations I see is when a client or a brand comes and say, hey, we have this amount of money here. Here you go. Um, yep. But at the same time, are you able to bring in this guy? Are you able to bring in this guy? You know, and then yeah. with the money, of course, I'm able to bring in them. I mean, come on, give me some more money. I'll bring in more people that you want. Right. But how often do you see um, a creator coming around and say, let's collaborate? Yeah. Very, very nope. seldom now. Yeah. Ah, oh, man. I, 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 I like, there's one, like, like, and like, uh, just, I'm, I'm, we're not, okay, get, don't get us wrong. We're not trying to diss the media. Well, I don't mind if I diss the media <laughs> because, because they need to reflect also, you yeah. know, they need to reflect on the kind of narrative that they're trying to portray people. Because yeah. honestly, I feel that whatever I tweeted, maybe shouldn't have been news. I asked myself, why is this news? Yes. You know, why, when, <laughs> how is this news? <laughs> And and when w w after everything, right? One of the um, I don't know. One of the publications they came out with a uh, eighteen scandals that uh, local influencers are involved in. I saw And that. one of the scandals, Tian uh, Hao replying to haters. Wow, yeah, what a I scandal! You know, oh. <laughs> dude. And, and and you know, for me, like. I've I've had some media who have been very supportive to me. I like to make mention, you know, they're they're the, oh, yes. they're, they're called uh, the Rage. Uh, I I support their 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 projects. They're always they they are basically uh, what do they call it? Uh, investigative journalists, the best. Seriously, they were I I got awesome. I got in touch. I mean, they got in touch with me right to do something about sexual grooming. So now sexual grooming to my uh, uh sexual grooming minors is against the law in Malaysia because of them. Um, and there are some other medias, but a lot of, you know, for me, it's like, I get very upset, right? When my whole entire team pours their whole entire heart out to make something that's so meaningful, a video that's really meaningful, you know, like really, really meaningful, trying to address an issue, mental health, uh, what, whether, whether it's sexual harassment, anything, like, anything that teenagers are going through, they don't talk about it. But when Genie Boy gets scammed from a Jay Chow ticket, it becomes freaking <laughs> headline news. You know exactly for people exactly. for people for people to laugh at, you know it's. Mm -hmm. I'm like I'm like why is that news and like more for like for more recently we were doing content about I mean like the MCO and whatever not yes, um, stuff. I'm not saying that there's much to talk about us. Okay, we're not really newsworthy, but all of a sudden like there's this one idiot who decided to go and scam a lady and use my name. Uh, selling burgers. So what happened was there was this, uh, <laughs> yeah. So there was this, there was this boy or whatever, boy girl, whatever, who decided to prank uh, a home business owner. Ordered about forty burgers, made her drive left, right, center to town, and all of a sudden decided to tell her that, haha, uh, I pranked you. I'm Ginny Boy from YouTube, and he couldn't even freaking spell my name right, which and he spelled it with a G, and all of a sudden like the <laughs> Chinese news networks picked it up. And the headlines, and the thing is, I, at first, I didn't really pay attention to it. 
I had some people message me in my DMs. Some people even scolding me in my DMs, saying that, oh, you know, how could you do such a I thing? Saw, I saw. I saw. Yeah. And and then I made a statement. I made a statement, and then yes, I all I wanted to do was to clear the air. I gave. I got in touch with the lady. I gave. Her, I paid for the burgers that she lost, and I gave her extra. <sighs> and the thing is, I don't have to tell anyone about that. And then the following days, you have people writing, uh, "Lady gets scammed by YouTuber Ginny Boy," and Jeez. that's that's the headline. And you know how it is with people; they don't read past the headlines. They just read the headline, and they draw their own conclusions. Yes, right. Exactly. Yeah. All- and and the media knows that these news people know that, <laughs> so they will they will if. You know, with all the fake news law and stuff, right? They they obviously and their job they have to stay neutral, right? Yeah. Their, their their article can be neutral, you know, but the headline they know the kind of words that will bring uh views. They will yep. they know the kind of words that will paint you in a bad light. That's that's words the- like scandal. Yeah. <laughs> no. Man, it's, it's like okay. I understand media. You know, you got a boss. You need to do your job. You write whatever you want to get views. But I feel that. As as uh, as a creator, um, if this continues, the scene is never gonna grow. Yeah, it's never gonna grow. Uh, and once in a while, you're gonna support an underdog. You see one creator um making a a piece of work. You maybe share it. Oh, up and coming creator, right? But once they find success, you bring them down. Yeah, it's always like that here. <laughs> oh, and why? Man. It's it's so sad. Though. It's like oh, I, I thought I cleared my name. The days after that, I had so many people messaging me, calling me an asshole, a loser, uh, saying that you're a disgrace to the youth. What uh, you know, you're all these, all you youth, and then they general, they started generalizing. All you YouTubers are the same. It's Creating. always it's yeah. so it's so easy to generalize YouTubers and put them in a bad light. Yeah. Always, I, it's 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 <laughs> unbelievable. Unbelievable. I, I mean, okay, to give credit, right? There are there are media who. Yep who share positive things, who put YouTubers, maybe they don't force the issue that YouTubers are good, YouTubers are not that bad, but they do force, uh, they do share positive things. Um, and those, I think those are the um, outlets that, you know, these youth people should really read more and yeah. follow and maybe be inspired by because there are some pretty good stories. Um, I think Debbie, Debbie recently got uh, interviewed by, I'm not sure which one, but Youth SG. I think it's uh, one, one of the movements, but it's, it's nice to see um, these publications recognizing that YouTubers or influencers actually have the power to inspire like i'm she she didn't even mention this in um one of the magazines right but last week there was one of the one of the fans they actually um dm debbie mm-hmm. and i mean debbie has a lot a lot of dms right so she rarely checks but when she does she reads she reads them um one of it is a, a struggling mom who's in debt oh. and has has a child and um you know she shared the story with debbie debbie didn't need to do anything right but what she did she uh went to the supermarket bought a bunch of milk powder diapers and asked for her address and sent it over to 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 that lady wow i mean without even having to like check whether it's true or not and debbie didn't share this didn't need to share this with anyone and i feel that it's so inspiring to have people people like this um, in our community, yeah, and we should really t- 
be inspired by stuff like that and rather than a oh, youtuber prank does prank youtuber replies to um haters you know what, what kind of news is that i yeah i don't know but um I, like all these to be honest i kind of feel that when their organization is behind a, a publication then that's where you have kpis and then when a kpi yeah. is set right I don't look, look I don't want to blame it I don't want to blame writers completely but you know sometimes they really no. need to meet their goals and then they will do and yeah. then when times get tough right they will do just about anything but yeah it is look man it, it's like this it, it's gonna happen it's there one day it's gonna go away but it's, it's a question of when but I, I just kind of feel that you know as long as we do what we believe in and we continue doing what we're doing and because we love doing it and of course concentrating on our priorities then I think we're all set I think we're all yeah it's re- it's important to remember our priorities yeah, it, yeah. it's e- very easy to get lost in this and you know for for even for someone like me um I I could really just you know f- forget about my priorities and just try to prove people wrong prove these uh haters wrong prove the news organization wrong but for what yeah right? for what I don't need to do that yeah so at the end of the day always remember the people who are who love you who are there for you and focus on them yeah because you know when you can share 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 some positivity especially during this period of time everyone is so sad everyone is cooped at home you know you got you gotta just spread more love dude yeah i yeah man i like well for us it's like well the, the 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 movement control order uh, which is similar to your circuit breaker is loosening up right now so I'm not sure whether you guys will experience the same but you know they're going to be opening the economy again certain sectors are going to be allowed to, to work but of course there are going to be some sectors mm-hmm. that are not allowed to work and then it'll just be a gradual but um, a lot of businesses have closed down a lot of people have lost their it's jobs sad, yeah. um, some friends of mine in the industry uh, not just entertainment industry but the clients that we work with as well um, it's like it's like very out of the blue like you know we just messaged them hey man just want to check up with you and then thing is they would be like i'm so glad you you checked in because like uh i just didn't know who to talk to i just lost my job and i'm like oh, oh. like you know so it, they are I, I had a chat with uh, a, a business owner the other day and what he said to me is it's amazing and it still sticks to me until today during times like this right if you need help don't be shy to ask because yeah yeah i mean you don't beat yourself so hard don't beat yourself up so hard and 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 blame yourself for everything that's basically happening to you. If you really need help, you you really need to reach out because you'll be surprised that there are amazing people out there in this community who are more than willing to do what they can, whether it's monetary or, or emotional support, to basically help you and make sure you you get back up on your feet. It's just that a lot of us, I'm not sure whether it's like a Asian mentality, but you know, always like too shy to ask. You know, I'm t- mm, I, I, yeah. yeah, too embarrassed. So I I just want to kind of like leave that on on, on this note. I don't leave that for all of you know the listeners listening right now but Jen Hao sure. I, I just want to say thank you so much for uh, already taking time thank, off. You. thank you so much for agreeing to do this I know you're <laughs> damn busy I'm like sometimes sometimes you know you know what I, you know it's like I see your subscriber numbers and that kind of becomes really like uh, what, uh, th- not threatening but what's the word it like it scares me intimidating intimidating yeah it gets really intimidating uh-huh. hey, should I message Jen Hao Jen Hao no. <laughs> and I just, come on man we go way back it's just yeah. a number it's just a number and I just realised that when I when, when we both start talking or no, no matter what we just pick up from where we left off and I just realised that hey man Jen Hao is just still the same same guy that I met like 7 years ago and, and, and now just more focused, more successful, and congratulations on that, man. 
Thank you so much, man, and thanks for having me, man. I've, it's it's been great having a conversation with you again. Yeah, it's been, it's been so long. I I, I don't even. Re- oh, the last time we met was my wedding one year ago. Yeah, dude. My God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, keep safe. Uh, send my love to Debbie. Send my love to Starly. Um, of course, to those of you listening, we hope you guys uh, took away something from this episode today. Uh, more insight into the Jian Houtan. And remember, you can stream us on Spotify. You can stream us on uh, Apple Podcasts as well. If you want to watch us, you can do so on Jitty Boy TV Hangouts. Jen, how before we go, you want to say anything? Uh, be safe. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you're right. Don't 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 be shy to ask for help because this is a time where everyone just needs to share love, share some positivity. And you know what? If you are in a position where you can help people, um, why not? Why not? That's right. All right, man. Thank you so much, guys. And we'll catch you guys next time.